Department of the Dead contains graphic and explicit content that may not be appropriate for some listeners. Opinions and views do not reflect the Department of Defense. Listener discretion is advised. back to the department of the dead i am very high right now. hell yeah you go girl i was at the dispensary and i was just asking first because it was a brand that i've had before so i was like oh i've had that one before i want to try one of these brands and it's called tropical breeze oh but it's not very smooth i will say that it is infused so ooh, your girl is doing pretty good right now Hell yeah. I got my heated pad right behind me. I can, like, Ooh. Oh, that sounds nice. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Let's see here. A lot of work, but besides that, I'm just trying to get my life in order. Nothing too crazy. I've just been busy and just, I don't know. And definitely, like, during the weekend, I've been enjoying the weather. Like, I've just been getting away and hiking and shit. So it's been really nice. It's so nice. They really do say that, especially with the hikes near where you're at, you have a lot of running water sometimes if you follow a stream. And there is, there's been scientific data that shows that residents who are like in recovery next to a body of water, like especially in oceans, have quicker recovery times. There's something about the water, man. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Just, just being outside is just so fucking good for you. Good for you. Good for getting out there, bud. And there you go. You. Where are you? What are you? What have you been up to? Yes. Um. I'm at a creepy lake house right now on Lake Lanier, and I've been sleeping like shit because I've been hearing things at night. But I don't. It's is it ghosts? Fucking. I don't know. It's just haunted, or is it? Or is it fucking deer or something? Who knows? Oh my god, shit. So, yeah, that's... Actually, you are pretty close to Appalachia. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Don't make it worse. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah, so I'm here for the week. I'm house-sitting for a friend, and... Uh, I mean, yeah, like, I grew up going to this lake, so it's it's weird, but, you know, you hear those stories, and... You, it, it does make you think a little bit. So, yeah, I'm here for the week. I'm trying to see what's going to happen. But, yeah, it's, sleeping here has been interesting. You should just... Or at least trying to sleep. Take your phone with you and start recording it. Like, out by the lake at night, see if you see anything. So, maybe they just... Maybe they just don't want to fuck with me because I'm brown. Maybe if I was, like, a cute little white girl with a banana, like that scary movie scene... Or, sorry, not scary movie, Scream... Or, well, whichever. She just grabs the banana and she just gets murdered. I'm like, she's, hello? Murder? Do you have bananas? <laughs> I do have bananas. We're good. Yeah. No cramp when you eat banana. Yeah, so besides that, really not much. Just working, enjoying the summer. I'm back in my hometown, so, like, whenever I go out, I run into somebody. And it's always just the most randomest person or their parents. And I've been really enjoying that. I know most people probably wouldn't, but... It's been like eight, nine years. I'm like, holy shit, how are you, Carl? <laughs> They're like, 
Yes, what do you mean? Just did like, just my thing and did that. Ever leave the area, or is it, is it like definitely got small town? Like people stay in that. I think it's a little bit of both. Like people's parents and family are still here, so they'll always come back to visit. Some people just stay in like the neighboring area. Some people move to Atlanta or like outside the perimeter of Atlanta. So it's like a little bit of both. So it's yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. So, oh shoot, got dropped off. Daddy, fuck, he went out for cigarettes again. <laughs> Daddy doesn't love us. Sorry, I. Oh god, but it's behind my head. Fucking pie. Just rub it in. Oh my god, no! <laughs> Put it away, girl. I'm subscribed to my Patreon. No, you can't see my little worms. Oh my god. It's pretty sexy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry. I, 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 right now. This is all I could focus on. Hyper focusing on your. What's wrong with me? Lots of it's things. cute. It's cute. It's like your little worm. You should name it. What did name? Tough one. I'll have to, I'll have to do a poll for the, for the Spotify and see. What would the people think that my little earthworm should be? Yeah. Name the worm. Name the worm. Hashtag name the worm. Yeah, sorry. Sometimes I forget that we have a Patreon and people are like going to watch. Because I'm just like. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fucking. Okay. Okay. All right. I think I fixed it. Yay. Well, to tell you, we need to name my forehead worm. Because every time I laugh, you can see this like forehead vein right here. You see it? You got every. Look. You guys freeze almost immediately, so I can't see anything. Oh shoot! Hold on. I'll send. I'll send you a picture in our group chat. It's so. It's this. I... Hold on. Hold on. I gotta send this. I, I gotta do it. It looks a little bit more prominent, like on my computer screen. Right. The lighting. It's just very unforgiving. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, we gotta name my forehead vein worm thing. But what is our topic for this week? It's Lake Lanier. Convenient. Fucking rude. right. Timing is interesting too. I'm like, fuck. Very interesting, and we'll actually get to the most interesting part of the the timing portion of it. So there is. You know what? Fuck it. We're gonna spoil it anyway, just so just in case people tune out. There is a movie coming out about Lake Lanier, mm-hmm. and it's I think it's the summer, right? I think it's like August or September. I think the trailer just came out. I honestly haven't seen it yet because I'm here. Be September because oh. of the timing. So that said, uh, thought. Do you want to pull up? So we'll get a little bit of background here. All right. So Forsyth County is located northeast of Georgia within the Atlanta metropolitan area. Its only incorporated city and county seat is coming. Fun. According to the 2020 census, the population was 251,283, making it the fastest growing county in Georgia and the 15th fastest growing county in the U.S. between 2010 and 2019. The county's rapid population growth is due to its proximity to high-income employment, 
opportunities in nearby Alpharetta and Northern Fulton County, the availability and affordability, the availability of affordability or God mother fucking damn. Everyone, the availability of affordable new construction homes is high ranked public school system and its location between Atlanta and the Blue Ridge Mountains. Forsyth County is the wealthiest county in Georgia and the 19th in the United States with a medium annual house income of 104,600 as of, as of 2018. The county so was the site of significant civil really rights. Yep. Okay. Like, we, see, we see why you're there. I mean, like, na- national average, Rich girl. Right? Rich, rich, rich. Yeah. Gated communities, that kind of thing. Anyway, continue. Sorry, I just wanted to interject. <laughs> they got the money, money. Go for it. The county was the site of significant civil rights demonstrations in the 1980s, aimed at challenging its reputation as a sundown county hostile to people of color in the LGBT community. Forsyth County received national attention between 2007 and 2009 due to a severe drought, threatening water supplies for Atlanta suburbs and downstreams areas of Alabama and Florida. Subsequent years have been cycles of severe drought and flooding. The county has been part of tri-state weather dispute with Alabama, Florida since 1990 over the allocation of water flow from Lake Lanier, which forms the county's eastern border and is managed by the Army Corps of Engineers. In the 2000s and 2010s, Forsyth County experienced growth due to white flight from North Fulton County. The county became more racially and culturally diverse, attracting Asian, Hispanic, and African-American families, largely due to its resource-rich public schools. Despite increasing diversity, racial tensions continued in the 1990s. In 1987, civil rights activists marched in coming to bring awareness of the county's racist history led by Charles A. Blackburn, who moved there five years ago from the San Francisco Bay Area. Blackburn operated a small private school in Cumming and decided to stage a walk for brotherhood through the community in honor of Martin Luther King's birthday. The idea was to simply to express to people elsewhere especially black people, that they don't have to be afraid to come to Forsyth County, said Blackburn, a tall bearded karate master and former Air Force sergeant. That's quite the personal description. That's what I was thinking when I was typing up these notes, too, because I was like, but he did both of those, so I don't know why they included it. Gotcha, I love it. Yeah. Linda Smith, Blackburn's assistant, said the image of Forsyth County among Georgia blacks was extremely negative. It was once talking to a women's club in Gainesville over in Hall County about coming here for some of our human development courses, she recalled. But when they found out where the school was located, they politely declined and said, whenever we go through Forsyth County, we have our gas tanks full and pray God we don't have to stop for anything. Demonstrators in March on MLK's birthday were met with counter demonstrations by a branch of the KKK and other white residents unaffiliated with the Klan, but nonetheless holding with heat, foresight, white signs, chanting the N-word and throwing rocks. Despite threats and violence, subsequent marches and demonstrations continue drawing national attention and leading to significant policing costs. The demonstration is considered the largest civil rights demonstration in the United States since about 1970 and represented a significant moment in the county's history of racial tensions. We hope to break the back of the racial terrorists in the con- in the county. Horsey Williams, former aide of MLK, declared in an interview, Forsyth County is a of racial hatred and violence in the nation. It's worse even than South Africa. 
Blacks at least can live in South Africa. In a 1992 Supreme Court case, Forsyth County's practice of charging large fees to parade permits was overturned, another significant event in the county's civil rights and race relation history. And that concludes our swift intro. Yeah, that's that. Oh, God, where'd it go? Amanda's notes. Was, that, was all, that was all I had, right, Amanda? Yeah. You hear me? Okay, yes. There we okay. go. Okay, so what the hell was going on? These ghosts don't want us to talk, but well, actually maybe they do, and maybe they were trying to say something. So right. maybe there's going to be something like weird on the playback audio from like my microphone. What? Shit! Fuck. That's saying that. I'm definitely not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> well, anyway, so we're going to go to the notes on Lake Pier. Uh, if you go to the drive for your email, I sent both. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to like go through these rather quickly. And so we get to the main part of like where this all, where the haunting thing, the idea behind that kind of originated. If that okay. makes sense. So, all right. So dark history here in the 1830s, the Cherokee, whose phone is that? Do either of you have a phone? That's that's not me. Oh, God damn it. It's the house. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. I just heard it. Yeah. They have a landline. Oh my God. Oh my God. Sounding right now. This is not okay. It's oh, that dude from Scream. Is fuck me. We're gonna go out with buy a banana. I got a water bottle. Girl. Say, well, at some point, I might have to switch to my phone to do this because this tablet just isn't charging at all. Okay. Oh, but okay. That, that's now let's quick transition. Okay. Good. So, anyway, dark history here. The Cherokee initially inhabited this area, which eventually became Oscarville, Georgia. Oscarville right now is underneath Lake Lanier. Now we're oriented. Did I say that right? Okay. Yeah. So the United States government, specifically under the administration of President Andrew Jackson, expelled the Cherokee people via the Trail of Tears. With that expulsion of the Cherokee, the U.S. government coerced them to sign various treaties, notably the Treaty of New which succeeded the Cherokee land to the U.S. in exchange for territory west of the Mississippi River. They briefly go over this stuff. Have you noticed, like, in U.S. history classes, they're just like, oh, yeah, like, treaty was signed, and then the, the Cherokee went along the way. And, like, they briefly say it was, like, sad. Obviously, Trail of Tears implies something sad. Yeah. <laughs> something tragic happening. They're just, happy tears. No, they're tears <laughs> No, no. So more specific thing. My elementary school was called Chattahoochee Elementary, and there's like a portrait of the Trail of Tears, and it's got like blood where they're walking. Like it was very gruesome. Yeah. So I think. Oh. Yeah. I think now it's oh yeah yeah yeah. But back then, like we definitely learned like how like awful that shit was. So. Well, I mean, that was very in your. Yeah, for real. I. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway. Fuck. Whoa. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. So moving along from that, I could get into my kindergarten story, but that's yeah. I I just I have a feeling they don't do the pilgrims and Indians like construction paper, arts and crafts anymore. <laughs> no. no. And telling me that I should be an Indian because I'm brown. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. 
Jesus. I didn't realize that it was bad. I just, that kind of stuck with me a little bit. But then, like, later on in life, it kind of, like, makes sense. Yeah. That realization came to me in therapy. Oh, my God. That's always fine. Yeah. But I always say that I'm racially ambiguous. Jess, you you are, too. So. Yeah. People don't really know what you are, so they don't really know exactly how to insult you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. They say different, well, I'm but not, they don't know I'm not racially to. ambiguous here. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, not. <laughs> I don't know. You look like a mix you don't between German and I. I've never heard German ambiguous. before. Maybe. Believe it or not, I'm like Irish, Irish sure. Polish. I have, some, I have some Jewish in me, apparently. I have a little Jew in me. Just a little guy? Not financially, though, unfortunately. Yeah, just a little, just a little baby Anne Frank inside of me. Oh my god. I, I, I will have I have to edit that. Oh my god. It's like that South Park oh episode. God. They're like, oh, I'm 25% victim. You're not editing that. You're not going to stifle my voice, Amanda. Okay, so I will just preface that is your those are your words, not mine. That's <laughs> again, me. Don't reflect, Sean. don't reflect. Well, that's why you anyway. have the, you have the disclaimer in the beginning. Yeah, I do have the disclaimer. Anyways, well, those those are your thoughts. Thoughts, thoughts. Yep, thoughts, 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 thoughts. Okay, so we're moving on. Yeah, so there's lots of sadness as we have talked before about residual energy. Lots of sadness in the area. In the late 1800s, so I'm down here, late 1800s to the early 1900s, Oscarville developed into a bustling southern town populated by farmers, carpenters, blacksmiths, and players. They weren't really cotton plantation heavy as much as it was in southern southern georgia like near savannah Mm -hmm. like savannah that was big Mm -hmm. uh but up north it was more farming yeah like fruit and shit yeah that's what georgia peaches Mm -hmm. oh those are really good i oh i stopped at this one it's you probably passed by it before but it's that giant peach yeah it looks like a butt yes it looks like a butt yeah oh my god i (laughs) <laughs> I stop there. Oh, every time. That, you got to. Um, I can you send me some, please? Yeah. Next time I, you go. Because I'm visiting you. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So that's basically you get the background of the agriculture in the area, but then it later became the <sighs> poultry capital of the world. Mm-hmm. Oh. So lots and lots of chickens. Mm-hmm. So. When we're thinking of the South and Southern fried chicken, that's the reason. That's it. Yeah, I mean, you'll straight up see like a big ass fucking truck thingy. I don't even know what those trucks are called, but just a giant truck full of live chickens and like feathers are like flying in the air and shit. They're just still alive. And they're just like about to go get slaughtered. And you're like, oh, that's great. Bye, nuggets. Bye, chicky nuggies. Yeah, I... I don't even want to think about what goes into a chicken nugget, but I don't yeah. care. I, yeah. It's worth, I, I it's worth the sacrifice. Exactly. Exactly. God. Oh. Yeah, let's there's a there. there's a factory near where I used to live. It's called Hatfields. It's like a Hatfield a hot dog plant, and it smell like on certain days of the week it smelled like straight burnt fucking like pig <laughs> uh, and you'll see you'll see the trucks of pig trucks of like piggies being busted in there and then it's, it's smells like smell, pigs it's the 
pigs have a distinct smell, and it's because their meat is so like their their meat is so similar to human meat. So when you're talking about like burning, like I mean, chemical makeup is a little bit different, but there's a reason that human meat in certain cultures is known as long pig. Sure. Oh, yeah. But then during during Phillies games, we have Hatfield. During Phillies games, we have Hatfield Dollar Dog Night, so the pigs are being put to good uh, good use. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing beats a good stadium dog. Right. You know I what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Oh my That's, God! So true. Oh, I go to so many people here. I'm just do you put devouring pigs. Do you put ketchup on your hot dog? Oh, I'm being yeah. Every up. every time. Oh my God. Okay. I'm being that snob right now. Mustard only. Really? No, Chicago no mustard style. to me. I'm... Chicago style dogs. No. And then you me what? No. You put pickles on a grill or the fuck else fuck you put yeah, on a Chicago dog. Fuck yeah, I do. With the neon green relish. Pick- what? Okay. I think the one time that Willie yeah, was in pickles. He hates pickles. Yeah. But, but when yeah. I was in Chicago, I willingly ate the pickle with the dog. Because it was a part of like the the culture, mm-hmm. so it wasn't it wasn't. I don't. I still don't like them pickles. That's okay. More for me. More. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I'm the perfect boyfriend. We order food and you eat my pickles. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> not <sound of> weird. <laughs> Wait, I was poor also. Pickles. I've you... spoken for. Sir. Bunch of whores. Okay. I have no shame. Oh, God. Okay. All right. So after the turn of the Civil War, the turn of the 20th century, white Democrats dominated in Georgia legislature and passed laws increasing barriers to voter registration and voting. Not only that, they also made it more difficult for people to get a firearm exercising their Second Amendment right. So that's something to think about. Just, just saying. So they passed, white legislators passed racial segregation laws and other Jim Crow laws and racial tensions increased as rural workers started to move into modernizing cities. Whites rioted against blacks in Atlanta in 1906, resulting in more than 20 deaths. Like, it was a dark time to be there. I, like, whenever I get asked this question, do you ever get asked if you could go back in time, like, what, what, what period would you go to? Oh, Yeah. It would be the yeah. the 80s. The 80s? Yeah. Thought. 1980s. Thought, what about you? I don't know. i probably probably thinking a little differently than you guys. And it's going to sound so stupid. It, at a, I don't know. I, I'm very fascinated with the late 30s and early 40s and World War II. And I don't know, man. I Something about that time period, I, I enjoy it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go that like that decade between 35 and 45. Okay, I will fair. Not good times, and those weren't those weren't fun times either. Yeah, and I was about to say that that was like the but Great I, Depression and shit. Great Depression, World War II, Dust Bowl. Part of me wants to like want wanted to go to Europe for that, and oh. I don't know. Hmm. But be a part of the the right side of history. Not not my. Not the Anne Frank side of it, but shut the fuck up. Oh my god. I know I'm cutting that. I can't. You can't cut it. You have to keep it. If I if I'm not allowed to talk this way, then I am the most boring person. And you know that. Disclaimer, those are my words. 
fucking back to pizza bag. We're gonna we're gonna piss off these ghosts. I know. Yeah. All right, so okay, we got through that. All right, so we're here back. We're now at nineteen twelve. So that was a significant turning point in Oscarville. Again, Oscarville is underneath Lake Lanier. Where Jess is at right now. <laughs> Sorry. What's going on? I saw it, thought. <laughs> That's good. That's oh, funny. I have my phone. I, sorry, I have my phone off because it's, it keeps trying to connect to, like, my Mac. For oh, okay, okay. So I'll look at it after. So anyway, I thought that something haunted happened. Oh, my God. No, not yet. Bitch, don't wish that on me. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oscar Bill's underneath, like, linear. And that's where this happened. So there was a woman named May Crow and... She was a white woman. I think she was like 18 or 19 at the time. So this kind of instigated the whole what what happened, so on and so forth afterwards. So you, we have key character here, Sheriff William W. Reed, who would go on to co-found the Forsyth County's KKK Clavern. Like the sheriff went on to become the, what? It's so fucked up. Yes, people were freed, but this shit still fucking happened. And people in positions of power who were racist as fuck, obviously not going to make it equal for people back then. And that yeah. carries over. Butterfly effect. Butterfly effect. So what happened was they arrested a man named Robert Edwards for the attack on May Crow. She was found dead along the road like next to a tree i believe so reed was abandoned yeah so what happened here was like the guy was arrested they didn't really they just they arrested him because he was in the area at the time yeah There's nothing nothing tying him directly to it they how old was he he was 24 yeah. so yeah so he was arrested for that and then shortly after, 16-year-old Ernest Knox and 18-year-old Oscar Daniels arrested in connection with the assault. In threats of a lynch mob, they were moved to jail in Atlanta. So these men were moved. And this is so... Because what had happened to Edwards... Edwards was attacked by a mob. The sheriff, the one that we were talking about earlier, he had to put him in the jailhouse well while he was in the jailhouse there was a deputy at the time that worked for him and the sheriff abandoned his post and left the deputy in charge and the deputy was between like the door and this angry angry mob who wanted to kill edwards and yeah so crowd broke through and they they shot Edwards as he cowered in his cell, and they, I feel bad reading this, they crushed his skull with a crowbar. So, very, very dark shit that happened. So, again, yeah. I gave a trigger warning at the beginning, but yeah, trigger warning, like, again, this is really dark shit. So, that kind of created the, that, the, the death of him. Now you've got these young boys who are connected to this. They moved them to Atlanta so this doesn't happen again. So the arrest of the time happened despite a lack of substantial evidence revealing the racially charged atmosphere at the time. And, you know, 
convenience stores became targets of public outrage. So in the book, Blood at the Root, which I read, and it was a phenomenal book, it mentioned that Jane Daniel, the sister to Oscar Daniel, one of the ones that was arrested, was stopped by the sheriff, the one that we talked about earlier, and they had a conversation, and then she later testified in court against her own brother, saying she was forced to walk out to the location where his body was and hold the lanterns while everyone, quote, took turns. So, yay. Damn. Yeah. So, public outrage transforms into a uh, dangerous mob mentality. A mob of 4,000 white people stormed the jail, killing the black prisoner named Rob Edwards from earlier. So, after this whole thing happened, deaths of the two boys who were in connection with the murder, who were the scapegoats, there were two death sentences for them. A crowd of 5,000 to 8,000 gathered to witness the hangings. County's population was about 12,000 people. So that many people just left what they were doing. This was harvest time. They were supposed to be out there working and harvesting. They would have rather go see these two people just... Yeah, so... And there was also, like, this wall that they built to block public view. And that was, like, knocked down immediately. So, they also continue, these mobs continue into what's called Night Riders. It wasn't yet. The KKK didn't form until 1915, officially. But prior to, there was the Night Riders. So, mass exodus happened. These Night Riders were threatening the black people who lived in the county at the time, who, remember, after they were freed, they were given parcels of land. And so now they, these rich people had to hire work, right? Well, they're going to hire the black work as opposed to the poor white farmers now who used to be plantation owners or whatever, like farm owner with slaves. Now they don't have them. So they're now competing against one or the other. So they're obviously the rich guy is going to go with the cheaper labor going to go with somebody who doesn't really have a say or weight in court per se so you know what i mean yeah so that created tension that's where the other tension was like the whole they took our gerbs reality <laughs> yep it's that it's that yeah so yeah so that build up prior to and then like the the murder and the executions happened and that opened the floodgates and Forsyth County had been like that since they drove out everyone who was not white. And there were some people who had live-in black help that they were paying. But soon the rich white farmers were like being threatened by these night riders as well. Yeah. So they were forced to let their, their help go. go. I feel bad using the word help, but... That's what they had called them. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So they were trying to contain these riots for the longest time. There was just, imagine, all this tension is building up and murders were happening. Just, it's so fucking dark. So after that, they remained white. In the 1950s, the Lake Lanier was constructed by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to build the Buford Dam. Ville residents were... 
given the option to either get shit what they had there or they were driven out or they they gave up and they just left yeah so and when in the outskirts areas when like all these black people had left from like the 1910s and onward like that plot of land was abandoned so it was like absorbed into people's property titles there was no official buy sell like they just took what was not theirs yeah and it's there's it's documents it's backed up by i mean you can look it up it's public record so fucked up man Back to the 50s, they flooded the dam, or they, wow, hold on, back up. The creation of Lake Lanier required the acquisition of over 56,000 acres of, acres of private land. This dam, this water was supposed to be for Atlanta, I believe for like power sources from the Beaver mm-hmm. Dam. Yep. And drinking water. So, yeah. yum, body soup. Good mm-hmm. soup. Yeah, because when they when they evacuated the town, like they had unmarked graves there, and they're an unmarked grave. I'm not going to bother just to find try to find every single body they could. They were just trying to get the shit done, and they had a marked grave. They moved it, but they didn't have a marked grave. Yeah, even if it was marked, sometimes like they were like, oh, oh. left it. Yeah, exactly. Fucked up. So, yep. The haunted soup. The <laughs> preparations included like demolishing anything wooden. They left like cement blocks. And so there's divers that will go down into Lake Lanier and you could see the town. And subsequently, there's a bunch of towns that are like this that have been covered by a lake. Yep. I believe when I lived in Indiana, there was one Geist. Mm-hmm. That was one. Did I didn't even know that until I think, I think it was my fiance who brought that up. But yeah, no okay. idea. Yeah. So that said, you could still see it. I would not recommend scuba diving. It's really fucking dangerous, especially considering what we're about to tell you here later on. So was, Lake Lanier was filled in 1959 and Oscarville was completely submerged. The vibrant town that once stood was now underwater and its physical remains hidden beneath the surface. The creation of Lake Lanier was a significant engineering feat, but it also came with the cost of Oscarville's history and displacement of the residents. This has continued into the lingering sense of loss and haunted reputation surrounding Lake Lanier today. In 1958, many tragic events started happening. This is before it was demolished, but it says that Dahlia Mae Parker, Young, and Susie Roberts, two friends, went on a joyride that ended in disaster. The car sped off a dangerous curve on Lanier Bridge, plunging into the lake's depths. Okay, wait, this doesn't make sense. After the creation of wait, Lake Lanier, it was created in the early fifties. Oh, it was early, like- early to mid fifties. And I was actually told by somebody that they they had to empty the lake throughout construction because certain things that were in the town kept floating up. So, like the bleachers to the stadium, they had to take those out and other things. So oh, they they filled it, had to empty it a little bit, and then fill it back up again. So, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, so that yeah. makes sense. Uh-huh. All right. So back to back to these two friends who they died in a car accident. Neither the car nor the bodies were initially found, leaving the the friends and family in agonizing uncertainty. The disappearance of the two women created a pall of fear and sorrow in the local community. So approximately one year later, the fisherman discovered Dahlia's 
decomposing body still clad in the blue dress she'd worn the night of the accident. The discovery shocked the community and heightened the growing fear surrounding the lake. Susie Roberts' fate remained a mystery over the next three decades. In the 1990s, during a drought significantly lowering the lake's water level, which that does happen and you can see the rem- there's a racetrack that, that's visible during a drought season. Have you seen it? No, I haven't, but I've heard uh, of it. Yeah. I was wondering if you lived in the area at the time or like you had relatives that did. Because that, I'll have to look up. Oh, shoot. I should have added that in the pictures. But yeah, it's interesting. I th- I don't know if you could see it from the Google Earth either. I feel like you can. I think so, I, probably. Yeah. I think that there's some. Yeah, I'm going to switch my phone real quick. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, actually, most of my family didn't really immigrate to the States until like late 90s. But yeah, actually throughout the years, and especially in high school, because there were some people that were like trying to get their scuba diving license before like going on a big summer vacation or some people went to Hawaii. The scuba diving training, you were told like at the very end of it, you were to go all the way to the bottom of Lake Lanier and pick up like something from the ground, like a small rock or like a bottle cap, like a soda bottle cap or something like that. And then you come back up. Yeah. And so that, that was part of your like graduation, like your final test. And yeah, people would, would say that they could see everything. Like it's just, it's like time just stood still there. I just don't do, I just don't have a desire to one, don't have a desire to ever go paddleboarding or kayaking in Georgia or Florida or anywhere in the South where there's a swamp. And I see people that do that. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? There are alligators in these waters. I've seen gators. Yeah. I have videos of my dad. Like he's makes this like daffy duck noise at like squirrels and shit, but he did it at a fucking gator too. It's going, it's agonizing this thing. And it's like, it's like floating in the water. There's the, this trail, the same one where I kicked that fucking snake. I shouldn't, I, why did they go there? There were so many reptiles. Why did I do oh this? God, that's funny. Yeah. No, it was just a, con- it was a convenient three mile loop anyway. But yeah. And this thing is like floating in the water and it like stops after my dad starts doing that. And it starts coming closer. And I'm just like, dad and Thanks. this thing wasn't small either this is a yes. fairly really I say four or five feet i mean barely probably do some damage yeah but no 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 hell no exactly <laughs> it fucking exactly what the hell is going on with my thing sorry i'm trying to make sure that it keeps trying to switch to the okay output shell headphones input this okay all right cool i think i did it okay does that sound better Mm -hmm. man i think it had something to do with trying to be my what the fuck ever this mac microphone is i was like trying to switch back and forth okay yeah i did hear that yeah was my voice sounding weird yeah, like it would get kind of like, how do you call it? Tetanus, tinnitus. It's like the E. So if you would go like Motherfucker. more clear and then kind of far away. God damn it. I they mean, can still hear you. It was just, it was a little different. So yeah, that's why yeah. I was saying that the ghosts are fucking with this episode already. Yeah. 
So I'm going to try to edit as best I can. Where the fuck is Cody? Cody, he had to go poop. Yeah. Dottie doesn't know that Amanda and me say weird shit on the podcast. Okay, let's try to get back on here. I think you stopped around five, sentence five for that that paragraph. Okay, Flip, do you want to read? Yeah, sure. So, yes, yeah, Susie's Robert's fate remained a mystery in 1990 during a drought, significantly lowering the water's level. Her car was discovered with the remains still inside. The closure came too late for many of her relatives. Oof, that's, that's gotta suck. But following the recovery of Delia's body, locals began to report sightings of a ghostly figure in a blue dress around the lake's edge. This fueled the local legend of the Lady of the Lake the alleged apparition believed to be the restless spirit of Delia is said to be seen floating above the water or walking along the shore, contributing to the eerie reputation of Lake Lanier. This incident marked the start of numerous tragic incidents and unexplained occurrences at Lake Lanier, which some would later feed into the speculation about a curse on the lake. And so that being said, like Lake Lanier is just like any other man-made lake. It just so happens that the Cherokee history, the horrific whitewashing of that area, and then numerous accidents just kind of like fuel the fire. And I feel like that's why it just depends on your experience. It could be like any other day at the lake or you could see some shit, but it's just interesting. Just, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. Like Thoughts just called one sec. But I don't know. I have a feeling that there is also some stuff of equal things that had happened maybe not necessarily like a black community but it could be like a different minority or like low income white yeah with black and they're just like this is just awful scrap it send them somewhere else Mm -hmm. it's like cleaning up the homeless problems and stuff yeah yeah, I mean, not absolutely. to equate like that to that because there are some wealthy like owners in those towns. I'm not equating like those to home, but if the higher up government wants to make it how they think society should look and just hide all the bad stuff or hide all the things that they deem inappropriate and they don't want to, they don't want to see it. There's a, there's a bureaucratic way of doing that. Yeah. And, that's what happened. I mean, overall, it's just very dehumanizing because with the rich and the wealthy and predominantly white, it's like you're still going to have white collar crime. It's just for some reason, it's like labeled as not as bad. So that's why I'm like, you're still human. You might be a good person with good values and morals. You might not ever steal or kill somebody, but somebody probably would. And they might have the same skin color as you. Don't don't give people too much of the benefit of the doubt just because they're the same color as you. And then also don't hold prejudice to people that are different colors than you. Oh, well, they're black. That's all I know how to do. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's, yeah. you just assume. And I think with even reading the history earlier, it's like no matter where or when you go, people are always trying to divide themselves instead of coming together. Hey, we're all human. We're a community. We're all citizens of this area and we want the best for it. So like, how do we logically and rationally go about it? But it's always dividing people versus like economic status or color. And we're just not going to get anywhere with doing that. And that's just the frustrating part is like reading 
shit throughout history. You're just like, these people are so fucking stupid. And it just keeps repeating. <laughs> Fuck. What I don't understand is how people can just deny the fact that systemic racism and institutionalized racism does exist. And it's yeah. like when people say that, they're just like, oh, well, it's like they take personal, mm -hmm. like they're being blamed. Yeah, and I'm like, and girl, like I'm not talking about you. It's um, all, I had nothing to do with it. I'm like, okay, well, let me back it up here. We understand how generational wealth works, right? Yeah. People understand how that works. Well, how can you build generational wealth when generations way back were not on the same playing field? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's not necessarily like financial restitution that people are looking for. It's like literally having Hispanic Heritage Month or something like that. And I don't know, some asshole like not making fun of it, like Black History Month. But I think that Black History Month is made fun of the most out of every single one of these, like, Heritage Months. Yeah. It's, like, it's very noticeable to me. I don't know. Do you notice that? Yeah, and it's a little distasteful. Yeah. It's... Right. In the, also, too, like, we had, you know, when we went over, like, the crack cocaine epidemic and, like, how they were, how people were blaming, like, the urban communities for all of this disarray because they just can't help themselves around the crack and it's just well you guys fucking brought it here you allowed it to come here yeah you guys who are pointing the fingers telling people that they're bad 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 are the ones who turned a blind eye to the fact that the problem came in yeah i mean you, know? you could even say that shit about what's going on now like how many of your friends do like copious amounts of cocaine and they're like oh well at least we're not doing pills or fentanyl. And it's it's, it's the same shit, bitch. It's the yeah. same shit. There's going to be, like, you might not be hurting anybody, but eventually one of your coked-fueled boyfriends is going to get pissed and start a bar fight. Like, you can't look down on people. Like, different strokes for different folks. But at the end of the day, you're still buying illicit drugs from somebody. And that somebody is probably, like, establishing and probably perpetuating a very dangerous and violent lifestyle and, and and activities so i just again don't point fingers because you got three pointer right back at you and and yeah even for back then it's oh well they're addicted to crack and they, they go with their cute little vanity like and their little coke spoon and you're like shut the fuck up bitch Etsy Coke spoons Etsy, <laughs> Etsy crack pie so yeah. just kidding i don't Oh my god, so fucking cancelable. <laughs> and yeah, I but, I just I you know what I mean? It's it's just the overall denial of this shit. The denial yeah. and the hypocrisy. And the hypocrisy, the yeah. deflection, the yeah. and it's I don't know. It just I'm I'm like you are clearly like lacking some form of critical thought, like making connections or like, just a blatant denial because of your own repressed issues. Yeah. Yep. And that's what I come to. When I see really hate... Nowadays, like, when I see really hateful people online, I'm like, you went through some shit. Yeah. And you haven't, you haven't addressed it yet. Yeah, they and got some skeletons. you're so fucking angry. They're like, pressed. That's why you're angry. And then also seeing people be like, oh, well, and the ones who are now, like, 
against therapy and against like treatment and against I, I'm like is it equating it to not being on this stuff to having a higher power and a higher relation to God I'm like that is fucking delusional oh my god that's terrifying that's that's why that's how crazy people form cults basically that's how you that's yeah what happens these crazy yeah. people when people are like oh well, we don't have a gun problem we don't have a this problem we have a mental health problem I'm like doing about the mental health portion oh, you sell me fully sell me fully oh god yeah it's fucking nuts sorry we got a little off topic here but i don't no. fucking care i want to say it i want it's relevant it. it's relevant it it's is relevant. because it's just it's insane to, it's so fucking insane to me it is so I will say, moving back to the South, I've had to learn how to politely decline people constantly offering, oh, do you want to come to my church? Do you want to come to this? Do you want to come to that? And sometimes I'll just go. If it's like a community event and not at a church, okay, I, I might consider it. But at least with living in like central, like central part of the United States, so like almost the West Coast, it's like people just don't give a shit. They don't push their shit on me when I, I really miss that. So it's just, okay, cool. I respect it. I'm, I'm trying not to be very jaded because I knew I grew up Catholic and that's inevitable, but. Hashtag <laughs> jaded Catholics. Let's make a support group. We need it. But I'm just like, God damn. Like, could you. Ex-Catholics. Ex yeah, exactly. Emphasis on the ex. But I'm just like, could you leave a bitch alone? I'm. It's not even about inviting people to your church for Jesus. It's more, I, I just always see it as more people, more money coming into the church. So I'm just like. It's not necessarily either that I find like the members of the church, like mean people. Absolutely not. No, like when I was some cool people. When I was in San Antonio, I will never forget this. I went with my friend. I didn't go to church, but my friend who was there with me that I had made, she went to church and she mm -hmm. wanted to, she wanted to be Catholic, but she wanted somebody to go with her. So I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. I'll go. I, I have nothing to do. And so I went and I enjoyed the services. Mm. I enjoyed the fact that it was, they played guitar instead mm. of playing like the organ. So I was like, oh, yeah. this, is, this is nice. Yeah. The priest was so just genuinely friendly. Everybody there was Hispanic. Oh, there you go. That's cool. So that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, it was a little better. It was the best part was they were having a church fundraiser and my friend was like, oh, do you want to sign up? I was like, sure fuck it why not i mean i didn't say fuck it in the church because i was being respectful but we were like oh sure we'll do that and the priest was up on the altar and he had brought one of the altar boys altar boys this is the best part brought up a case of beer to the priest and the priest was like we are doing 30 dollars for a case of beer it's a fundraiser we're doing and he's there's a little song that they do in heaven, there is no beer. That's why we drink it here. Oh, my God. It's in the church. And I just, like, I fucking love this. So it was, it, the fundraiser was great. Like I said, I don't have anything against people in the, the people in the church as a whole. There are certain people who manipulate it. Oh, 100%. 100%. They manipulate it to their advantage. I, most of the time, it is men who do this because that, this religion gives men power. Yeah. Wives, submit to your husbands. Do you see what I'm saying? Of course they're going to like this teaching, this predominantly men who are going back to religion, as we've seen as of lately. Like, of course they're going to fucking like it. They're the ones in charge in, the, in this little world. Yeah. That's nuts. 
I'm God. like, I don't subscribe to that. No, thank you. There's so much I want to say with this. Go ahead. <laughs> Let it out, honey. Let it out. It's not just men's. I definitely remember being bullied by like the goody two-shoe Christian girls in high school. Oh, that. And they're like, yeah. oh, well, I'm saving my holes for my husband. I'm like, <laughs> and what do you think your husband is doing right now? <laughs> anyway, I think that, you should do it. The religious cults near military bases. Because like they, that's a, they warn you about them. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because it's human trafficking. They warn you. So, oh, I bet you there's something. I bet you there's fucking something. That and, you, I mean, you just never know. I was living in Kansas for a little bit when, like, the Westboro Church was, like, really doing the most. And they were like, don't. You think so that, I, that, that, you know, how we're seeing if you watch that documentary, the Duggar document. Sorry, we'll go yeah. back to we'll go back to our regular schedule. Schedule programming. programming. <laughs> so, do you remember in that? in that sh documentary how they were bleeding over into the tiktok sphere for oh yeah like mm -hmm. the christian influencer well there was one girl from like the bachelor that's like very vocal about her like her her christian and it's just cute it seems sweet it seems sincere but like you also have to yeah, it, it seems a little condescending and it seems a little brainwashed and kind of like, I'm sort of your husband, be some spoken. I'm just getting Duggar bitch vibes. Like, it, it's just, oh, Young yeah. Hot Duggar bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I probably could have not I, called her a bitch. You know what I mean? I call everyone a bitch. Yeah. It's a gonna love you, Will. Yeah. I love you, bitch. Whatever. I mean, like, I'll say I don't know her, though. Yeah. I mean, I'll say sorry if she ends up not being a bitch, but. Oh no, but no, yeah, it's like how many how many girls did you know that used their religion as a front and they were like, Oh yeah, I'm just this sweet goody little two shoes, like I don't gossip, I don't talk shit, and they're the meanest fucking bitches ever. I'm like because again, like wherever I went, I would just want to make friends. Like I really value sisterhood, I really value friendship, and they seem nice, they seem sweet, or like you compliment, Oh, I love your sandals, then they're just like it's like a mean girls moment. They're like girl. Oh, well, I grew up in the Midwest. The queens of passive aggressive and Ray Dunn live in the Midwest. Not the Ray Dunn. The Ray Dunn. I said it. I fucking oh said it. No, but, not even that. It's and they would all try to write the same. I noticed that. It's like you would go to Bible study and like their notebooks and their journals and like everyone's handwriting looks the same. And I'm just like, I felt bad. I was like, I have sloppy like cursive kind of print writing. I am a lefty. So you've always smeared everything. I did. You went up beyond that before I get to my main point on the thing that bugged you about the hoity-toity Christian girls. Not the ones who... And I, okay. Again, not all. Not all. Not all. But this is my opinion, and this is how I see it. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But And if you see it another way, you see it another way. I I validate that. So this is me validating my own thoughts by speaking out loud. But no, I in fourth grade, I had this long-term substitute teacher. Again, I'm left-handed. I am writing, and she comes over to me, and she's, you're writing with the devil's hand. You need to sit on that hand and use your right hand, the hand of God. I was in fourth grade. This was a fucking public school. What the fuck? I know. I'm like, no, it's what? Dude, yeah, how, what? I would cry, and as a child, I would 100% fucking to cry. Do. Like, I don't know what that's to do. Rude. I know. Oh. She was something else. Like, okay, so okay, so they call writing with your left hand of the devil, but like, what the priest diddling the children in the church isn't? Oh, he's bad. I'm sorry. 
We went off on a tangent. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we did. You probably left off right where you left. <laughs> we left Basically. Off. Basically. No, uh, so my main point about the hoity-toity Christian girls I meant to get to, after I shared the story, thought catching you up, just telling her about how my fourth grade teacher told me that I wrote with the hand of the devil and I needed to sit on it to write with my right hand. Everything's fine. We're fine. <laughs> but... No, the, I noticed this well, is so, the mission trips bother me. It's I, just, more, it's colonialism. The older I got, the more, at first I was like, okay, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Cause I grew up like religious. I was like, oh yeah, that is good. That is good. And then there's more, you look at access to the world and the internet kind of helps. And, and then you're like, I don't think that way anymore. That's called critical thought. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just get colonizer vibes. It is. It's, oh, yeah, it's, we'll help you. We'll give you food and water. And the thing I hate about it is the helpy, like the selfie of them helping. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 The icks. How many girls do you know on Facebook right now have a photo from that from their mission trip holding a brown kid? And you're just like, oh, my God. You want a fucking sticker? We're not doing, like, sitting home with people, like, picture of. Yeah. First off, you're enabling homeless people. I can't put my camera around here. My son, hold on. I think that we need to do better at like allocating funds because if we're able to misappropriate <laughs> $6 billion, I don't have the highest trust in other levels of government's accounting either. Yeah. Just saying. Jesus. I don't think homeless people should get any money. I think that we have a lot of programs that are supposed to be in place that we need to actually properly resource them instead of just flinging them out in the world and being like, here you go. Like Respect. they're not thought they're not thought out at all. I took I the public health administration class and that's a lot of the issues that they have. Is okay, there I'm... not enough support for that field? Would rather just I know and I'm saying I'm not <laughs> that's what I'm saying is like those programs are supposed to be there so you don't have to give them money. No, for sure. Yeah. I think we should just have a purge and just, you got no. about Funny. 12 hours. Think oh about God. how much debt you'll relieve. And it can't be edited. Because I just saw the purge finally, my first time. And it was really making me feel. Damn I'm going to go downtown. That was supposed to be the opposite message. No! I will say, okay. So We're last not note. I'm going to agree on anything. I have a bias against homeless people. And I'm not hiding my face. I don't have a front camera again. God damn it. I will say, so I really enjoyed working in the nonprofit sector, but the allocation of funds, like just a trickle goes to the people in need. And then the rest go to the high level execs that are like, oh yeah, we're helping these veterans. And you're like, ah, did it? You just buy a new fucking car. Exactly. Uh, That's like, fucking so, um, yeah, it's, it's We're not going to agree on everything. I won't talk. It's fine. Never mind. I, homeless veterans probably deserve less than regular homeless people. Okay. And, and here is why. I, so, respectfully, I don't give a fuck if you serve. Coming from someone who's active duty, I don't care. And you are given every single resource in the entire world to live. Whether it be college, here's a roof, here's food, here's a job, don't fuck up, and the rest is on you. So if you do fuck up, 
or you get out too early or something else. You had all these resources you could have used, including... There are a lot of resources. There's so many, including so many. Job, including programs to help you get a job when you're out of the military. Right Even when you're name. getting kicked out or for like adverse action, you can still get help to get a job. And again, for forethoughty here, but I don't know. I don't think that the... I would say within the last couple of years, as far as the transition goes between getting out i think my dad even noted that difference too when he had gotten out of active duty the first time to go to the reserves that they were just like they handed him his paperwork oh here you go there's nothing like the transition process that yeah. you have to and do now it's... now yeah and then okay. the second time he had officially retired like then there was much more he's like holy crap this would have been really useful like there's a big difference back in the day mm-hmm. yeah well, it's a big good. difference of like how they how much they could set you up for success yeah so yeah. that's the thing that we acknowledge now is like that we fucked up like just leaving a bunch of people high and dry and then also too like people who have ptsd and then they called it shell shock and like they didn't really know and then you got people who recognize that now it's getting more awareness. I'm not saying this happens every time. Right. But I would rather people are on the side of caution. But, you know, people knowing this and that's why you see stolen valor. Mm-hmm. So there could be something mentally wrong with them. But stolen valor is not the way to go about it necessarily. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back into it so that yeah. we can Sean finish up before. For thoughty. I have some things to say from the heart off script on continuing. It's so much better being on my phone because I can actually see you guys and you're not delayed. I'm not talking to a version of Amanda anymore. This is not, I can actually, I actually feel like I'm engaged now and I have something now. Amanda, I've been sick so much. Can you see my forehead? The worm. Nope. I see the rainbow right on your wrist. It looks cool. Yeah. Did we name it yet? You see it? Is it a boy or a girl worm? I don't know. Okay. Right. I mean, it's got like little balls at the end. I don't know. No, I think it's pretty straight. Okay. Okay. It's got a, it's a, a girl. Vagina. A vagina worm. Worm, which is like, <laughs> oh my God. Boy, okay. Moving on. What the fuck is going on? All right. Focus. <laughs> All right. Let me start. Okay. So 1956 to the present. Since its creation, Lakeland University over... 700 deaths, actually. That's the more accurate. 700 deaths due to various causes, such as swimming accidents, boat crashes, encounters with underwater structures, and hazardous lake weeds. The number of deaths and discovery of antibiotic-resistant strain of Staphylococcus bacteria. I don't know, but that's a big word. Staph infection. Yeah, staph. Like flesh-eating bacteria. Ew, okay. Yeah, that's your drinking water, Atlanta. Oh, okay. And this have led to the speculation of the curse. Swimming accidents have been a leading cause of death involving swimmers who have dove beneath the surface and never resurface. Hidden dangers beneath the water and occasional poor visibility have led to tragic drowning incidents. Boating crashes are another common cause of fatalities at Lake Lanier. The lake's popularity as a boating destination coupled with submerged hazards and frequently changing water levels has led to numerous collisions and fatal accidents. I will say that if you have a driver's license, these motherfuckers will let you rent a boat and just, it's just free for all. Martha. Yeah. Let's, 
And then sometimes, depending on like the people that fish, there's like giant catfish out here and they have like catfish herpes around their Ew. fucking mouth. Yeah, it's gross. Like it's I wouldn't. Like in the South Texas. Yeah, I, I wouldn't eat those. And they're breeding and that means the genes are mutating, which means the virus is mutating. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Just so, swim in that water. The boast. Oh my god, I feel sick. Yeah, I feel it's gross. Sick. Don't go oh. in that water this weekend. Definitely. I know, they have a pool, so I'm good. Okay, good. That's good, that's good. Yeah, go to the pool, do not go, just swear to god, do not swim in that lake. I'm gonna get AIDS swinging that lake. Okay, and then in 2012, one of the most high-profile victims of Lake Lanier was Kyle Glover, the 11-year-old stepson of RIV star Usher, who died due to injuries from a family jet skiing excursion. Let's see. When the tragic accident occurred, Kyle was part of a family jet skiing accident on Lake Lanier. The incident happened on July 6th with a family friend reported riding a jet ski collided with the young boy on an inner tube towed by a boat. The impact of the collision left Kyle and a 15-year-old girl severely injured. Both victims were airlifted to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Despite the immediate medical attention, Kyle's injuries were critical. He was declared brain dead at the end of the day. Yeah. There is. So yeah, that one kind of stood out to me that yeah. Usher's stepson died in that lake. I was like, I'm not not to, I'm not at all making light of like his death. It's just strange that the, like it's Usher. It's fucking Usher. Yeah, it's Usher. Like, the um, fact that this is a more, is this a really widely known fact? Death? Yes, and a lot of so when I was doing my digging online, yeah. a lot of my friends who are people of color, they were sharing this meme saying, "If you invite me to Lake Lanier, I'm just gonna take it as you don't like me and you want me to die." I mean, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. Right? It's bitch. And then oh in god. 2023, this year, the film. For Oscarville's history and Lake Lanier was brought up, so it was announced that they're making a project about Oscarville's rich yet tragic history to the big screen. The intent was to highlight the town's story and its connection to the eerie Lake Lanier. The film is projected to be a fusion of the horror and thriller genres. By opting for this approach, the filmmakers aim to reflect the unsettling events that have taken place in and around Lake Lanier. Because, like... There was also one pretty tragic accident of this girl's husband that disappeared one night with his gun, and then his body was later found a month later in Lake Lanier. But he would have had to walk, like, a mile or two out to the lake. It's suspected that he probably just took his own life. So it's, like, just the general area. It's not always Lake Lanier. It's, like, even the camping grounds. Like, weird shit happens. You you hear weird shit. Or you see weird shit. Like, or weird shit happens on your podcast. Yeah, because the ghosts are like, bitch, what are you talking about? I'm like, nothing. We have something to say. I'm trying to talk. I'll keep you all posted. Uh, which part are we what okay. What if you see phone while you're there? What do you do? Right? I don't know. I'll probably pay my pants. Maybe it was Some ushers still come to school. Yeah. They'll come to his ball. They'll come to his ball. Oh, my God. We're getting tickled. And then who else? There was, like, an NFL player that, like, lost his diamond earring in the lake. And that meme comes up. Kim, there's people that are dying. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. So that's our, our little famous spiel. But yeah, so the film is represented to attempt to draw attention to the racial violence, displacement, and injustices suffered by the Black residents of Oscarville in the early 20th century, and diving into some of the chilling mysteries and deaths associated with Lake Lanier and the era, exploring the local lore and legends that have sprung up around the lake since its creation. The decision to focus on the unsolved murder of the white woman and subsequent racial violence could... So I have something on that. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So when they did that peace march in the 80s and Mm. they were met with people waving, like, this is, again, the 80s. Yeah. And there wasn't any official, like, segregation. Like, there wasn't, like, an official law, like, barring black people from living in Forsyth County. But there were a lot of banks that would give a loan. You had to know somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody or, like, a decision to place somebody somewhere. That kind of like level, what we had said before, the butterfly effect. Like if you understand how generational wealth works, you understand how, how this works and how it wasn't equal back then. It just, that was, that's the fact of the day. It wasn't equal back then. So people are kind of at a loss on how to, what to do next. And I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But anyway, so found out a little bit about the force of descendants. People. We got Debbie Vermat. She is cool. I like her. So she's the grandniece of the murder victim, May Crow. Esther Crow, Crow, May's youngest sister. So May Crow, the girl that was murdered out on the side of the road. Her youngest sister is that Vermont's. Yes. Yeah. It makes sense. So that said, Vermont's grandmother advised Vermont against harboring hatred, even amidst the family's strong anti-black seminence. Essa doubts Essa, the grandma, she wrote like on her deathbed, like a conversation that she had had between like her and her mother that her mom didn't think that those two boys that were also executed, that they had anything to do with this crime. And when I was reading the book, it was mentioning that in that area, like the reverends and stuff that they had interviewed. We're saying a lot of like the guys who took part in these Knight Rider raids and were part of the lynching crowds or whatever like on their deathbeds they were like we might have fucked up and like scared so denial 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 all you want but like when your life is flashing before your eyes i think it's a little different story i guess yeah good i hope they're running there wherever they are (laughs) Um, so anyway so there's that so she keeps a reminder a picture of her grandma and she is collaborating with an organization that marks I thought this was interesting. I've never seen these just if you have, but there's a, they are, they put like markers at the lynching sites where people were killed and that is in Cumming, Georgia, which is an awful fucking name. That's where I am. I'm in Cumming. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) In like the sheriff. I thought this was interesting because I wondered if there was like things that got a little bit muddied with Sheriff Bill Reed. Or William Reed, like yeah. I researched a little bit of that family, and back before emancipation, it was a very prominent slave-owning family. Mm-hmm. And so Sheriff Bill gained that little political power back through being the sheriff. Oh damn! So before that, he was a farmer, and then 
with the way things were, it wasn't getting much money, so look elsewhere. Gotcha. That happened. Yeah. Some cool trivia facts. We already went over the Looper Speedway, the ghost sightings, specifically Lady of the Lake. Who else? Oh, Buck Buchanan. I guess this is the last trivia fact because we went over all of it. But Buck Buchanan, you can look him up on YouTube. He records his underwater dives, which I thought was interesting. And I watched one and I got claustrophobic. I was like, oh, I don't like this. I was like, I need to go outside. I need to go outside. I don't like it. But yeah, he apparently had encounters with dismembered body parts during his dives. Probably likely from boating accidents. Again, that many people died. That is body soup. Not swim in there. 700, dude. Oh, my God. I mean, and the number just keeps going up. I know, but it's granted. Yes, that is. It has been since the fifties. Yeah. But still, that's seventy years. That's like hundred people a year. Yeah. It's a little sus. Hundred people. Hundred people every ten years. That's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. Oh, I yep. hate it. Thanks. Yep. I hate it. Do we want to look at some pictures? Oh yeah. Yes. So if you go back to the drive, thought I know you've got to hop off here soon, but thank you for staying with us. Hey. Thought. Okay. okay, so you're fine. Yes. Okay. So it is photos. Bang, girl. Yeah. That last picture. Thought it. It hopped off again. This one looks like thought with a bow, with a hair bow on. Yeah. No, hey. it's awful. Hey, thought. Yes. Eve, are you in the photos? Sorry, I'm pulling it up now. That's that's okay. you. Okay, I can see that. That's you. No, no. Yeah, me with a Theo Von mullet, pretty butter. Yeah, I think I guess... probably put... okay. Thought I will be honest. I, as much as I don't like mullets, I know that my fiance. I don't know if he'll actually listen to this, but I think he could pull off a mullet. Thought I think you might be able to pull off a mullet. I don't know. Have I you ever? Seen... I no, I haven't. It. Now, I can see it. Yeah, my hair just doesn't get that that flow that it needs to reach mullet potential. Uh, no. so I was gonna say you have like front flow though, so you yeah. have back. Maybe I can transfer it to the back. Hair transplant. Yikes! Take it from the front. Being <laughs> bueno. Oh my god! Oh my god! It just. Mm. So anyway. Got the pictures. This was a more focused photo of the prisoners when they were taking them to Atlanta to hold them until the trial. And you could see there's a woman on the left-hand side. That is Jane Daniel, Oscar Daniel's oh, sister. Sh- that first picture? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the yeah, those two. So she was the one who had that talk with the sheriff. Uh-huh. And then she had testified against everyone, and she moved away after that. Like, she, I think when I read up on her, she had moved up to Detroit. Okay. So that's also when people, when they talk about the white flight, that's what they're talking about. It's when from the south, people moving north. And then when they moved north, they didn't exactly have. They didn't call them Jim Crow laws, but essentially they were Jim Crow laws. Mm. And so that's also why California has some of the strictest gun laws in the U.S. is because they didn't want people arming themselves. Martin Luther King wanted people to arm themselves. That's right. 
And there were laws that were put in place to criminalize having a firearm if you didn't do X, Y, and Z. Because they knew they couldn't get... You know how bureaucracy works. We have all been in S1's office. Yeah. You gotta have this form signed on this state, but blah, 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 blah. And then for some reason, like, other homeboy over there gets his leave approved with no questions asked, right? Right. Right? And it was like that. Bitches. So... Yeah, it fuck it's that's fucking what it, it what's what it was. So, this was I thought was just a lot. The next one is the accused prisoners escorted by the Georgia National Guard, like down that it was a fucking parade. Isn't that insane? I don't know, but anyway. So down here, you scroll down a little bit too. You get to these two gentlemen. The one on the left is Sheriff Bill Reed. Yeah, and then the right, that's this kind of nerdy looking guy. Yeah. That was his deputy, and old William right here ditched his deputy when this angry mob was on the other side of the door. Fucking coward. This is like the fucked up Mario and Luigi pairing. Yeah. When we... You know what I mean? The picture that below that, is that like everyone going to the fucking lynching? Yeah. Oh my god. Bob. Yeah. And then the, if you keep scrolling, you'll get to the picture of the woman. That was May Crow. And so this was the weird part. After everything had happened and they're like, okay, we got everybody. The problem is solved. We've driven everybody out. There was a prominent guy who was murdered a few years later in the same fashion as May Crow. Mm -hmm. And they were like, nobody said it at the time. And there were death records of this guy, like same description, whatever. And, like, people weren't saying, they're like, oh, shoot, did we get the wrong people? Yeah, no but fucking that was, shit. was the vibe that people got. But No shit. What? No, just how it's been written. It's like the black guys convicted of that killing were just a scapegoat. Like, they just wanted somebody to fucking blame it on. And then, boom, it's proven wrong that they jumped the gun on that. Yeah. It's that public, though. I mean, yeah. with any public trial that we see, except for just Lane Maxwell, strangely enough, like okay. people want that accountability. So, like by broadcasting it, it like generates views. It's so fucking weird how much we've capitalized like the justice system. Isn't it weird to think about? Yeah. Like turning a profit for justice just sounds weird. Yeah, it does. But I can see it. I can, I see, can it. see it. It's it's not like. A government job, even though it involves the law. Okay. I mean, it's, I mean, especially in Georgia, it's just like a, it's a good old boy system. If he can vouch for you, then that's just what it is. Your family knows the right lawyers. Yeah. And also, that's why bail bonds are fucked up. Like, those cash bonds and shit. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I just, I think, you think about how addiction works and, like, how those drug laws those three strike rules and yet we weren't putting people in prison for opioid addiction i don't know just thoughts i guess but that's down here the pictures of people like this is like from the historical society this is the town and they're just driving everybody out yeah and then a couple years later there i don't remember when this was taken but yeah there's other marches and stuff that they've had these were interesting, though, so if you keep scrolling, you'll get to this cloud of smoke. 
that is the construction of the Buford Dam. Mm. So cool. These are like tying it back to the military. Military said, okay, we'll do this. But yeah, then you see the, I don't know what this, what's the point of doing like drill and ceremony at a dam? Question mark. It's like the official opening. That would Ooh. make sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can yeah. see that. I see that. Yeah. But have you been up to this thing? Mm-hmm. Huh. I literally drove past it to go here. Yeah. Like you see it, like U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. And for the latter part of my time in the Army, I worked with a bunch of engineers. I was an engineer battalion. And they're a bunch of fucking weirdos. So I'm just like, I can't imagine like what they were like back in the day. The yeah. guys are cool. No, right. They, they're funny. They're so bitter. <laughs> but they're real so funny. I like yeah. Them. Their history is pretty interesting and like the red, the red socks and all that little castle. So cheap. King of the castle. Yeah. King of the castle. But yeah. So yeah, maybe it was for that. And that was a clipping down here of the newspaper from that time period. There wasn't a whole lot from 1912. I think this was one of them that had made it. And which is weird is like they're public library like you have to specifically request like certain documents like from the librarian so she's like the gatekeeper and she's been there uh, since like ever i was about to say they probably archived all the good stuff and you can't uh, you have well, to that was the thing they opened an investigation like for the brotherhood march that they had done like in the 80s they wanted to relook at that trial to bring justice like they were trying to get some sort of restitution for the people who, like, their land was stolen because they forced them out, and then the other guys just absorbed their stuff, and so they're like, but anyway, they, yeah, where was I going with that? Do you want me to start on some of the... Yes, well, I think of it. Thanks. The, the stuff I've found online. Yes. So some of the commentary from either personal friends or just online dating. I'm going to have to go in a minute or two. Sorry. Okay. Bye, Thotty. You have fun. Get your healing on. Yeah. Keep Keep talking. I'm still here. I'm not just shady dumps. Okay. Okay. So whether it was from personal friends or friends of friends or like online sleuthing, Facebook, Reddit, Here's just some of the commentary that some people have told me. One girl said, I live close to here and it's very, very much cursed. Grown men who are extremely able to swim have drowned and died in this lake. And then she added, there have been cases where bodies have been autopsied and no drugs found in the tox report. Not, so not all. Because people blame alcohol for a lot of the deaths. So it's like, said not all, but some. And then one girl said, cursed I've lived here my whole life, and we just think too many drunk people party on the lake and make horrible decisions that lead to their demise. So, yeah. And then, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, this girl on Twitter said, Bruh, if you ask me to go to Lake Lanier with you, just admit you try to kill me. It says campers on the document you had. It says campers hear voices and screams at night. Okay. Uh, I wonder what it was like for the engineers. I, I was hoping that there's something out there from when they were constructing that area right. like yeah. like weird creepy shit was happening while yeah. they were building it yeah. you know what i mean it'd be cool to find some old yeah. journals from that time that would be so cool right dear diary dear diary so they get to- <laughs> this fucking dam and there's ghosts everywhere oh my god uh, 
But then one girl said, it's becoming a thing to see Lake Lanier trending every week. Stop going to Lake Lanier unless you want a hand to grab your ankle and pull you down. Fuck no. Yeah. No. Oh, ma'am. Don't like it. One gal said, I don't know if it's haunted, but I prefer not to go there. I read somewhere once that not all the bodies in the cemetery were moved before the lake was filled. That could be an outright lie, but I'd rather steer clear. Body suit. Yeah, body suit. I live in Atlanta, about 45 minutes from Lake Lanier, and I haven't been a single time. There are plenty of other beautiful lakes in Georgia that aren't cursed. So, yeah, like, we don't have this problem, like, all these accidents and, like, weird activity at any of our other man-made lakes. Because, again, Lake Lanier isn't the only one, let alone in the South or in the United States. So there's plenty of other man-made lakes that, you know, yeah, there's a town there or there's stuff down there. But it just doesn't have the, like, level of deaths that Lake Lanier does. So that's why it's always interesting to just speculate it. I was Um, so scared of this one lake growing up. And Sailorville Lake, that was was what it was in Iowa. And I remember our daycare. I went to an after-school, like, anyway. So, like, one of the field trips that they had was, like, out to Sailorville Lake. And we stopped over this dam. And I remember somebody saying something about, because you could see, like, the, what they call it, the undercurrent. That's what kills people. Somebody Mm -hmm. said something like to that effect, like, basically, if you fell down into a dam, like, there's no chance of you coming back up because the undercurrent would keep you under. Oh, shit. So I was fucking terrified of this fucking thing. I hate dams. Oh, my God. I hate, I don't care. I, I hate dams. I am. I'm like bringing up stuff now. Maybe that's it. Honestly, like that. And I like it. Yeah, dude, that sounds awful. I don't like it. I think it's it's I should. Oh god. I yeah. I'm sorry. Ask me if I'm still here. Yes, I'm there. Um, Hello. Hello. I don't like. Okay. One girl said a friend of mine drowned there back in 2011 before our senior year of high school. I heard stories from friends of the people who were with him. They say when they were trying to pull him up, it felt like something was dragging him down. It was super tragic, but yeah, I would never touch that lake. So yeah, it could be the fucking current or fucking just angry ghosts. Oh, you need her. Bitch, I am on edge. <laughs> Help. Mom. Hey, treading lightly. Uh, right. There was one story that I heard about, and I don't know if you had this in your notes, but it was... The guys who were out fishing one night and they saw a guy across the water on a raft. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that one? I don't think so. I don't think it's in my notes either. So I had heard this one on a different podcast talking about Lake Lanier when I was doing my research. Mm-hmm. And don't really know how this guy on the raft is connected to Lake Lanier other than it's just preview what happened next. And these two fishermen see the guy. He's got this pole that he's using to steer the raft okay but the strange thing about the pole is that's used in shallow water they were out in the middle of the lake that was like 40 something feet down yeah but it was moving as if they were like touching the bottom of a shallow water so that's creepy either (laughs) they were doing that they were touching like the top of a building yeah i don't like that but what was weird is the guy jumped off with his lantern, so it went dark. And the guys in the other boat were like, holy shit, what the fuck? And then they, they were trying to find him, but then he just disappeared. And the 
they looked around and the raft was gone too. Oh my god. I know. I'm like, I wonder what that guy did. What happened? I don't know. It sounds I don't know. A raft though? Yeah, like that's probably be like either early settler times. That's all I can think. But why would you be on a raft on the lake? Exactly. I don't know. That's weird. Jeez. It seems like a isn't something like Tom Sawyer, didn't he do that? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That seems like Tom Sawyer. That era. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. It's it, If you wanted to tie some of the accidents to some of the ghosts that you see, it's like there's just so many. You just don't know mm-hmm. who, which is yeah. very unsettling, too. But There was that video I saw on Reddit. It was this party doc. It reminded me of the place that you're watching right now definitely has one. But it was a bunch of people on the roof of that thing, and it started sinking. People were jumping off of it. Oh, I think I, uh, yeah. I was like, it's kind of shallow, but still, like, people could have just gone off in an orderly fashion. But granted, they're probably drunk. Yeah, they're partying. They don't know that 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 can only hold so much weight and so many people. Yeah. Yeah, they've got plenty of those here. But I wouldn't, especially some of them, they're, like, older. I, I would just stay to the bottom level. I mean, your best bet to, like, generate income around that area is probably insurance or it could be insurance department specifically boating specifically the boating and emergency care department jeez you would get your money's worth at this place i'm just saying i'm just saying there's a lot of angry ghosts in there businesses looking good right just saying i'm in the wrong career field i'm gonna get canceled but i'm getting (laughs) career advice take it as yeah i mean anywhere you would go where there's a bunch of people who die at a specific area yeah that's dark to think about but you know what i mean <laughs> i think the one thing that specifically because a lot of it could be disguised by like natural or man. yeah sure but the one thing that kind of made me feel a little weird was that some people have claimed to hear the church bell from underneath ringing oh fuck no that's where I'm like, holy shit. I mean, is I is it plausible because of all of the the waves? Does it like bother the yeah, water? Heavy bell. Exactly, yeah. Because you could hear some things underwater. I would yeah. think if it was a heavy enough bell, you might be able to hear something. If something like a giant fucking catfish knocked into it, fuck. Right. With with mouth herbies. And he's probably like, oh, I gotta go ring the bell. Look out, you're dead. <laughs> oh my god, dear. But that's about it. And then there's that. Where's oh the memes? Yeah. Oh god. The the map of Georgia was the funniest one. And it's like there's okay lake that eats people, and then there's lakes you can't afford to live on, which is like Lake Hartwell, which is a really pretty lake. And again, it's it's not that far away from us, and you don't hear about accidents happening on Lake Hartwell. So I, I just I don't know what it is. Yeah, Migos. Atlanta. I've seen in the hit FX series, Atlanta. Chicago, because it's all, because of the SEC. It's show the SEC because it's always, oh my. Right, yeah. I like, if you go down to like the coast, Savannah area. Yeah, that's where I was. Nukes. Nukes. Yep. Flies. Yep. What else? People live off stuff that falls off. Oh my God. Where? Oh, flies, Hunter Army Airfield, I'm assuming, and Boeing. I think Boeing has 
something out there. I love the Savannah mm-hmm. Airport. Oh, it's nice. I love that airport. It's so small. It's so easy to get in and out of. The I... car service is so nice. Yeah. I miss that one. I like that. That is an airport. I I didn't venture but out much. Like I went to go visit my friends up in I've, I've visited Augusta before and I've visited mm-hmm. Fort Benning, Columbus area mm-hmm. before. Never been to Fort Benning. Never actually been on the base. You're not missing out on much. We call it the armpit of Georgia. Uh, all yeah. right then. Wow, yeah. cool. So never had the pleasure of being on that, that base. I've driven by it, but I don't know. I didn't really venture out much of those areas because I was there and it wasn't very far from where I lived in Richmond Hill at the time. Oh, okay, nice. That's a good area. And... I just remember like south of there, that was that big national incident that happened. That guy was like out on a, a morning jog and got shot. Oh, shit. Yeah. That didn't, that was not far away from where I was at all. Oh. If that's what they were saying, be very careful if you travel like south of Fort Stewart. Mm. Yeah. If you don't look white, which during the winter I can, but during the summertime, it's a little bit more questionable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like wintertime, I'm I'm pretty white, white, and then like summertime hits. You're just, I just the the number the number of times I'm asked like, "What are you? What are yeah. you?" And I'm like, "Holy shit!" I love that. Yeah, yeah. I feel that in the summertime, it's Jessica. In the wintertime, it's Jessica. Oh, you gotta start charging people a dollar every time they ask you what you are. Ah, uh, that'll be a dollar. a dollar. Reparations. I make them play a game. Then if they want to find out what I am, and they. I'll hold out like 10 fingers and I'll be like, okay, if you get one right, I'll put a finger down. Mm-hmm. And that's the game. I don't know if they have fun. Right. They, but they often give up. But the first one I usually get is Filipino. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I did, I guess I can see it, like, especially with the white eyes. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I. That's the first one. And I'm like, well, yes, but no. Is it men or women that ask you? Both. Both. Okay, that's what I say. Yeah. I was like, what if these dudes just have a Filipina fetish? They're just hoping that you are, and they're like, oh, and they're looking at your feet or something. They're like, hey, girl. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I would say probably more men ask me than women do, but both have asked me. Okay, yeah. And yeah, they they get thrown off when I eventually tell them, and I have a little thing on my genealogy thing. I am more Scandinavian than I am Mexican. No way. Yeah. I am That's Scandinavian. Cool. Like all the countries that like build up around that area. I'm like 30% and I'm like 10% Mexican. Oh my gosh. That's I know. Dominant fucking genes. But this is also like a mix of the Bulgarian too. Right, right, right. But it's, oh. it's so funny. Just Well, okay. So that's just like... The- the accumulation of everything of your lineage, but what I wish the 23andMe and stuff could do, well, it does. It it, it can figure out, like, the... The map the, of how they moved where? No, the physical, and then just the other... Oh, the descriptions? What, yeah. your physical alleles that are more prominent, so, like, again, you have the more darker skin, or, like, the skin that can tan. So I'm look at that again because I yeah. didn't really look that closely on mine. I can't remember if I 
I'll have to look again. Yeah, you should. Now I'm curious because now I want to. I just I saw like the the map and I saw like the percentages. Yeah, I'm a mutt. You're a mutt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was actually kind of surprised by it. Like I have twenty something percent. No, twenty five percent Native American, which I. I guess I was just surprised to see it, but I'm not really that shocked. And then another good bit is Chinese. And I was like, when the fuck did that happen? Yeah, so it's like a little mix. Yeah, but mostly Southern European. Yeah. And then a little bit of West African, which I thought was cool. That's interesting. I would imagine that the Chinese part probably came from, like, the European side. Maybe. That yeah. makes the most sense. Yeah. yeah and you, you got to do a little bit of history with your genetics. Uh, that person like went on one of those like early pre-Columbus time sales. Right. Those exist. Yeah. What I don't know. Before. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like ancient civilizations. Like that is the one thing I'm going to teach my kid above all else is like ancient civilizations because I'm like, you are not going to be tricked into thinking that. The dinosaurs weren't real. You're going to let some kid in your classroom yeah. tell you that, like, the Earth was created in seven days. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. We're not yeah. doing that. Because that happened. That happened to me. Like, did you ever get asked that, like, growing up? Like, you're, like some of the more religious people would be like, do you want to be saved? I'm like, saved bitch, from what? I'm, bitch, I'm Catholic. I was baptized when I was a baby. Yeah. Like, back home. Right? Like, Hello? Like, no, well, I was like, she's spoken for. That's what my mom would say. She spoke for it. I mean, I grew up with both, but like, I know my first semester at the University of Colorado, it like, it really hit me when I took like bioanthropology and I was just like, wait, what? I sat in the front row because I wanted to focus and just the professor was amazing. She was so like enthusiastic about the topic and I really appreciated that passion. But I just sat there, what? There was so many details that like, I guess... I didn't learn. Yeah. Like they're glossed over. Isn't that fucked up that like most of it's glossed over up until like you get to college. If you go to college. Yeah. If you take that class and Mm -hmm. if that class isn't made fun of. Right. Because that class is like showing a different side of history that the majority didn't like for the longest time. So of course they're going to make fun of it. Yeah. So. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. I say I'm from Atlanta, but I actually live in a racist town 45 minutes Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's I not did. that bad anymore up here, like, yeah. generally speaking, but that's just anywhere. You could go anywhere in the South, and it's there. They're like that fake nice to you. They're like Southern charm, Southern hospitality. Are they really generally that nice and accepting, or is it just all a front? But then as soon as it gets dark, you're just like, yeah, let's let's try not to stop. Like on road trips and shit like that. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I think that with Southern nice and what you were saying, how they're like sweet and nice to your face and like undermining behind it. But the thing is they they follow through with the promise. Whereas like Midwestern people most of them like non-confrontational but they're more passive aggressive so they'll call the cops or something to do yeah. some work yeah i see that that's a big one that's that's very midwestern it's and it's under the guise of well we can't be exposed to this instead of actually trying to fix the problem yeah i mean i met some really nice people <laughs> like, in missouri but yeah. 
I met some like genuinely really nice, wholesome people in Kansas. Yeah. And I was surprised by that. I thought it would be like the opposite, but Yeah. And I will say that's not what I when I say that, like that is definitely not indicative of the entire Midwest. The Midwest yeah, is so fucking progressive. Like Minnesota, Ugh. like all in the you can see that the tides are turning too in the Midwest. Yes, you are definitely sure. seeing that. The Midwestern education, there's a reason people move to the Midwest. It's for the education. Like, they have really high, like, I would say that and probably Upper East Coast, like, middle, middle Midwest and, like, mm-hmm. Upper East Coast. That's, like, where your education is going to be, like, the Top best. Tier. Oh, and for some oops. reason, down south, I feel like no matter what, like, down south, it's not as good. And I don't know why. But then there's some that are, if they're like a private school. So it's very weird. It's very, but public school, I'd have to look at the stats. And they've probably changed since I'm blessed for calling this. Right. Yeah. You just got to get by enough to make it to a top SEC school where it's not that hard to get in. Yeah. So, right. But yeah, I mean, the area, it, it's all right. It's not bad. It's, I mean. I never. It's. It's a little bit of everybody now, and I, I, I like that. But there's still sometimes, like I told you in one of our conversations before, like there, it is still predominantly very white, but there's a little bit of everyone else too. And then especially on the lake, it's it's not just like the rich white people that are on the boats, but then they see brown people on boats and they're just like, oh, they probably stole it. Or, I don't, and I'm just like, was that commentary necessary? So say because like the lake that I go to, like you've got the rich people that live on the lake, but they also mm-hmm. acknowledge that people who don't have as much money use that lake too. Cause yeah, it's a public area like next to the park. Yeah. And so, it, but there's not that like super super hoity toity. Oh, but it's, I don't know. I I think the, I've been lucky enough like where I've never experienced like super super direct racism. Yeah. Aside from like this, the this small minor like off-putting things. You're just right. Like, what, what the fuck was that? Yeah, like how I told you that that person was like, "Oh, you're at Lake Lanier." I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm at this entrance," and they're like, "Oh, that's where all the Mexicans go to swim." And I'm like, "Who the fuck do you think you're talking to, Puto? Like what?" <laughs> so I mean, yeah. but besides that, that aside, uh, it's it's a, it is a beautiful lake. It's just. There's a shit ton of accidents and there is something, there's something there. And I can definitely attest to just something I, will I, randomly I, grab your fucking ankle and you're just like, again, like I told you, I was like, oh, maybe it's my dad playing shark with us. Cause he'll grab us or grab your leg. And, and he was like at the grill, like cooking up the carne asada. And I'm like, oh my God, did that just happen to me? No. So no, no, no. And then there's people that have lived here their whole life, and they're like, nope, nothing weird has happened. So, like, I I think that you have to be either predispositioned to experience the paranormal, or you learn how to attune yourself to it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you purposely don't want to see it, then you're probably just not going to. Yeah. Like, like uh, you've never been exposed to it, never want to, and you're just like, eh. And then just yeah. go along with your life. Exactly. They're like just a little oblivious to it or just kind of like checked out from it. Like It's oh, whatever. always those people that have the creepiest stories because that's when the paranormal gets them and it smacks them in the face. They're just like, holy shit. Because it always, the story always says, I wasn't a, 
What was that? I don't know. Why did it say Kendall Jenner? What? Did you hear that? That wasn't my phone. I'm not Kendall Jenner. Do the ghosts think I'm Kendall Jenner? Oh, shit. I'm going to get murdered. Oh, my God. Okay. Holy shit. I got to check in with you guys every night now. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, my heart is pounding right now. The bear is just what? staring out the window. I don't know. Hello? I swear to fucking God, I don't like that. I don't think I'm going to sleep tonight. <laughs> Girl, did you please tell me you brought your sage? No, I didn't. Fuck. you big damn woman. Oh, yeah. I just brought my tarot cards. Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I might have to. My my house is like 30 minutes away. I could just. Yeah, I need some emergency reinforcements. Oh, God. But what if it makes them angrier? Oh, my God. Okay. No, 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 no. It won't make them angrier. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let's maybe end up on that. And then next week's episode is Jessica didn't make it. Fuck. All right. Let me text you. I'm I'm fucking freaked out now. I know. I am, too. Like, my heart's fucking pounding. Please <laughs> stay on the phone with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Okay. We'll see you guys. <laughs>